And welcome to another episode of Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 43. We're here in New York in Soundproof Studios. My man Heidel, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm well, man. I'm well. Uh, I'm excited about episode 43. Why? Because it just keeps on coming, man. Metal Gear for us is that much of a passion that we want to continue this. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, thank you for tuning in to our 43rd episode of Under the Cardboard Box podcast. We've been doing a lot of these shows. So last week, what we did was uh, two episodes. We let out two episodes yeah, for you guys. Yeah, we did. We uh, we missed episode 41, unfortunately, just because, you know, hard drive issues or whatever. But uh, we wanted to get that content out to you talking about Metal Gear, talking about uh, the new things that are happening uh, within the Metal Gear world. And thank you, honestly, guys, for subscribing, tuning in and joining Fulton Fridays. I saw, uh, I think, uh, one or two people joined. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, they've, they've retweeted it. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's it's just um, it's great because we actually have news. Uh, and we gave the news not too long ago. So new stuff is coming out from Metal Gear. Uh, so this time we've got actual videos from the Metal Gear concert. Uh, we've got, uh, an update from August 4th of the own nuclear warheads and Decima engine rendering techniques shown off during SIGGRAPH 2017. So without further ado, Heidel, you ready to start the show? Let's start the show. So as we were saying, they actually have video from the Metal Gear concert. Um, as we're looking at these videos, it seems like they went all out, man. And they was just amazing with the orchestra. Um, but oddly enough, they didn't show any video of the crowd or anything like that. You actually noticed that. Yeah, I was watching the videos this morning and I noticed that they didn't they didn't show the crowd, although the music was phenomenal. You know, everything was great. And I think that this viewership is mainly for people online, I guess, you know, although I, I'm pretty sure they wanted to reach that audience, kind of that stage ensemble feel. But right now, it, it seems like it lives online. Um, yeah. No word on like reviews of the show or like the people that was there. Nothing yet. Um, Nothing yet. And there's not like a full video of it. There's only like clips with okay quality sound, but it seems like someone in the crowd was recording it. It doesn't seem Do like. Do you think that's was, what it was? I think so, because um, the way that it sounded and also the way that it was recorded, like from a weird angle kind of thing, um, it seems like it was like a crowd member recording it and not like uh, stage video kind of thing, like for the event. So. Right. Right. Well, hey, man, I mean, we would have loved to have gone if we were invited. Obviously, uh, you know, for X amount of reasons, we can't. Uh, we, we have our lives here. But next on the list, number of own nuclear warheads in MGS, August 4th update. So, guys, I see that people are still adding nuclear warheads to their FOBs. Um, so PS4 went up by four this week, and uh, the total amount is... 1,894 PS3 went down by 33. Way to go, PS3. Uh, it is now in 816. Xbox One went up by 8, 203 nukes in total. Xbox 360 went down by 7, 349 nukes. And Steam went up by 148 nukes. They're at 9,252. Yeah, it seems like from what I'm looking at here, that the last generation of consoles uh, were the ones who went down. They're really trying to make a difference here, man. They're uh, they're doing 
what I believe Big Boss might have wanted to do. Yeah. Or I could be completely wrong on that. Please feel free to contact us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. And the uh, third piece of news actually has to do with uh, Decima engine rendering. Uh, So this is actually the engine that they're using for Death Stranding Idol. Yeah. So they use this engine for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So right here, I'm reading this from MetalGearInformer.com where you get all the news uh, Metal Gear and Hideo Kojima. So they wrote at SIGGRAPH 2017, a computer graphics conference held in Los Angeles, July 30th through August 3rd, Gilliam de Car- Carpenter, Guerrilla Games, Kohei Ishiyama, Kojima Productions, held a titled Decima Engine Advances in Lighting and AA. During this presentation, the two discussed rendering techniques used by the Decima Engine and games such as Horizon Zero Dawn and Death Stranding. The official website writes, the Decima engine was originally developed for the Killzone series and now powering Horizon Zero Dawn as well as Death Stranding, Kojima Productions. In this talk, we'll cover some of the rendering techniques we developed for these titles. Topics include an improved method method of approximating spherical area lights by bending the light vector of a single point light, practical realistic atmospheric scattering with height fog, our two-frame temporal anti-aliasing uh, solution for 1080p, and finally, our optimized 2160p checkboard rendering and tangram resolve strategy used on the PS4 Pro. I have zero idea what this means, and I think I said the word wrong. It's anti-aliasing, um, which I've heard that before. Uh, if you want to read the full article, and if you're into that kind of stuff, you can check it out on MetalGearInformer.com. Um, the presenters were, again, uh, Gilliam de Carpentier and Kohei Ishiyama. Probably butchered those names, but you can check it out. They go more into detail, and they also have a Death Stranding uh, Height Fog video where you can check it out. It's on YouTube right now. Um, And the blurb explains here is, this is is a sample scene from the Decima engine. We can see an aerial perspective from sunny to cloudy weather with the inclusion of an artistic atmosphere. So with this result, we achieve both a realistic aerial perspective and an artistic height fog with a single height fog model. Uh, those interested in delving deeper into this stuff can download the full presentation slides via the official SIGGRAPH website. Uh, yeah, so there you go, guys. You can check that out. If you're into that kind of stuff, into um, you know rendering and height fog and lighting and stuff, you can definitely check that out. So we're definitely not. Uh, so, guys, as far as our Twitter goes, we actually are at 338 followers. So we've got some room uh, to grow in our mother base. We have now 120 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Please feel free to subscribe there. And uh, our Facebook is actually the lowest place, which is at 25 following us. But that's OK. So, guys, also GMP is low please consider supporting us on Patreon. It'll help us tremendously. Uh, You can either do $12 a year or uh, the other option is $5 a month. I didn't even bother to do the math. What's five times 12? What are we looking at here? Like uh, 60, I think it is. Some number there. Some there. But guys, please, if you love our content, please consider it. Uh, But as my man Heidel says, we actually get all our news from MetalGearInformer.com. Go check them out. They're awesome guys. The Codec Conversation. So Hyro and I have been talking. And I think 
I think that we've we've got a pretty good idea, and we want to know what you guys think. So we've been thinking of, you know, how is Metal Gear going to continue? How can it stay alive? And, you know, I'm not talking about, or we're not talking about, this whole Metal Gear Survive alternate universe kind of a thing. No, I mean, keeping what Metal Gear is alive. Yeah. And so we were were thinking, we're like, what stories could possibly keep this going? And um, we threw up some ideas, and we decided to make a series about it. So each week, what we're going to try to do, with your help, we're going to try to come up with a series that can actually be possible. And I'll explain what that means. It means we will think of a story uh, that can actually happen in the Metal Gear world, and it actually fits into the canon. So for this week, we've decided on a picture that I posted up on uh, Twitter which you can follow us at UCB Podcast. We thought of um, a story that has to do with the origin of the boss. And uh, the photo that I see here uh, is actually called Metal Gear Solid Dream of the Cobra. And on the top, it says loyalty to the end. And you can see the boss here, um, and she's all geared up, not in her uh, attire that we know her for the white sneaking suit which i don't know how that worked but yeah guys so heidel what do you think about a metal gear game that this would obviously be the first one in the story if that were the case of the boss yeah you can go so many different routes and for me i feel like Part three had uh, a great cast of bosses. I think they're very memorable, each one. Um, Especially from the- if they, uh, they're very explosive <laughs> yeah. personalities. You yes, know? exactly. And, you know, also they had a, a, um, names for each one, you know, like they, they had a, how do you say it? Like the pain, the fury, the fear. They had themes. They have themes. There you go. That's what I was looking for. They had a theme to them, you know? Uh, that was good. Thank you, man. So- Man, the Cobra unit, interesting enough, because you start off with knowing very little about it, right? You start off like, man, who's the Cobra unit, you know? But in the game, it makes it seem like, man, these are like legendary, like soldiers who have been through it. It sounds like a very interesting story of what they've actually been through. Um, Just knowing that in that this series that we're starting it's probably not going to include much of snake it's going to include a lot of the surrounding areas of snake uh, and so the cobra unit how would it look like if it would start off at a young age and i don't know if you've seen these movies where they have like uh, a large set of characters and they start off with each one like piece by piece by piece at a young age starting off and then seeing like the pieces together so like what the heck did the pain go through you know in the beginning uh the fury the fear you know going like like that through like let's say the order of the bosses that and what snake fought right the sorrow uh all of these bosses right and just going through it probably the one you would start off with is the end you know uh the end is the 
oldest one, <laughs> you know, and just starting off quickly with him, maybe showing like something like his dad showing him a very old school sniper from probably World War One or something or you know, I'm guessing that would be the order. Although I probably think he fought in World War One too. If he has the age to who, do it, you know, who knows? He's been who knows? He's, he was over a hundred after he died. Uh, I definitely think it, it can surround like all of these stories because remember when when um when they're first introduced in Metal Gear Solid Three, uh, the boss says, you know, it's like how great it is to to fight with you again. Yeah, and yeah. and the fear kind of like reiterates it, like we will fight with you one more time. Right, you know, and the pain so, also. it sounds like a sorrow song. Like it felt like they kind of knew this was the end, you know, and also the end knew it was the end, you know. <laughs> pun, pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but really, it's 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 really what I what I'm interested in knowing was how the boss who had a love interest with the sorrow, yeah, how that quickly turned, and how she had no choice but to kill him. Right. Just like Naked Snake, a.k.a. Big Boss, had no choice but to kill the boss. Yeah. Was it in the same manner? You know, because you see, Big Boss and the boss had two different outcomes from what they did. Yeah, and two different relationships then from Sorrow and the boss. I think it could have been similar where the Sorrow uh, was maybe training the boss in a way. It could be something where he was trying to, uh, you know, like she was his apprentice or something. And then they just probably fell in love or something. And man, I wonder how things turned for the worst that she had no choice. Well, we know he was in the Cobra unit. Right. We know this. He know he was in the Cobra unit and they were working together at one point in time. Um, but if you notice when she did what she did, she stayed loyal to America while when they made big boss do what he did which was kill her he left the united states yeah so i think and and just hearing the story from the boss is just you know she gave birth on the battlefield like she gave up like this is me quoting her i gave up my my body and my soul for my 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 body and my baby for my country yeah you know she's like i can never give birth again she gave birth there she you know she fought for her country she really uh she really culminated what it means to be loyal to the end and she really gave up her right to be a mother you know like right she gave to, up to be a mother all it, it doesn't necessarily mean you gave birth right you know i think a lot of people would agree that would agree with me on that like look at you know adoptions and stuff and whatever like right i think being a mother is is really taking care of your child being with your child and stuff and she gave up that right on the battlefield which is why they they call the cobra unit also they called themselves um, we are the sons of the boss. Right, exactly. So right. we know that that the boss uh, was leading the Cobra unit as the family. Yeah. So to know to know that the boss had this family and what they went through together, I think will make an awesome story for an awesome game and a very yeah. and a very long game. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it could span a long time of of battles, friendships. Um, I honestly see this as a you know World War Two uh, maybe game where it, it touches on that as well, but also like other secret missions that you know 
can hypothetically be made uh, within America and stuff and just a bunch of other stuff. You know, like we know they've had battles in Russia because, I mean, look at look at um, the, the sorrow and the, the the boss. So maybe that could have been a mission yeah, where you see you see his body on. Right. And in, in the body. same place where uh, Snake got thrown off, you know, and also, you know, knowing that that happened, like was uh, the rest of the Cobra unit involved? Yeah, you know, because they still call themselves the Cobra unit, but maybe the Sorrow wasn't the Cobra unit at, at the time. Maybe, maybe he, defected he defected, yeah, and and just left, and something had to happen, which is similar to what uh, happened with the boss and Snake, right? You know, so right, maybe right. it's kind of it kind of plays on like the history repeats itself. You know, like the Apprentice becomes. Um, uh, the master you know and so maybe that's what happened and um i'm looking at it like this like the ending could be yeah the ending of uh the sorrow right and the boss fight you know it could be very similar it could obviously be right down there on the bridge or something and it could be something where um the pain of the fury all those oh the corby unit you know is probably fighting the sorrow or some type of army you know, and uh, that the sorrow has made and they're picking them off or whatever the bot. And then the boss just goes off on her own to go find him. And then they stay back. Right. They well, I mean, they send her with the Cobra unit. Here's your target. Right. You yeah. have to take them out. Right. Or it could even be like a surprise, you know, like maybe like, um, let's say, for example, this, uh, there's a militia or something that, uh, happened and this and so many things happen or whatever right and then she t- comes to find out that at in the end of the day she has to make a choice for her country that the sorrow is the person leading this and maybe she didn't even know that it was him right maybe this whole time she didn't know and because it felt it looks like it it, it probably pained her to do this because oh it did it is, did i mean you know? We know the flashback i mean not only did she love him yeah she had his child yeah which we know is ocelot but you know what's crazy? You know what me, would be a, a crazy plot twist? The reason it could be like the sorrow left and the reason he left was because his communication with the dead kind of revealed to him something that America was hiding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it was that that caused him to like leave and to defect. And because of that, he, you know, the boss and the Cobra unit were sent in and he swore his secrecy. And so, remember, because the conversation between them, like the flashback is like, he's saying, it's like, don't be sad. Don't be sad. Just do it. Like, he told yeah. her to do it. And um, and she did. She shot him in, in, the, in the eye. Really, the eye, in the, yeah. The straight socket. You know, he died. And I, I think really just diving into the boss's story in that way. And kind of even putting snippets, not even, not even full, not even grasping it fully, not even like making a big deal about it, but just putting snippets of her training Naked Snake. Yeah. I think flashbacks or everything like that. Not making it about him, but really it's just like, this is the boss's story and the Cobra unit. Yeah. But wouldn't uh, Snake's um, arrival be after the whole situation with the sorrow? It would be. It would be. I'm just saying like, like, you know, have it like, you know how. Um, in Metal Gear Solid Five, they had a ton of Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, yep. you know, like mm-hmm. pause and stuff like that. It could work in its favor, it, even if they put the mechanics of of Part Five in kind of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the mission. Here's the thing and jig, and just exploring all of that. Um, 
I don't know if they can do cassette tapes <laughs> or anything or whatever the <laughs> yeah. record, whatever they do. It's going to be more advanced than it should be. But I really think that this is kind of a story that can be explored. It can be made, Konami. It can be made with the right hands, the right minds. Yeah. Um, you've got the perfect engine. The Fox engine is great. Of course, it can be improved, whatever the case may be. But just, guys, we want to know what you guys think about this. Um, and if you have any other ideas for a possible spinoff, please contact us under the cardboard box. Wow. At gmail.com. Um, tell us your ideas. Tell us what possible spinoffs can be made. And just be mindful that we're trying to make it as fit in as, you know, to the canon. We want that to work. Um, but other than that, we want to know what you think of the boss's story and what might have kept her loyal to the end because it feels like she's she's saying that. Like when she said it's a snake, it wasn't like she was proud to be loyal to the end. Yeah. But kind of felt like this is my obligation. She had no other choice. Because remember, Naked Snake walked away. He walked away from America. Loyalty to the end is not something he kept. No. Not to America, at least. Um, I mean, he... I mean, we find out in later games there's nukes involved and a whole other stuff, you know? Right, 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 right. But he took his half of the Philosopher's Legacy and created his own army. Like, yeah. I'm going to be loyal to, to soldiers. And you know, to, and you know to, what's crazy? I think that all stems from him killing the boss, honestly. Yeah, it was... Well, remember what he said when he was, when he was older in part four? He says, when I killed the boss with my own hands, I was already dead. Yeah. Like he says that bought that that snake that killed her that day did not leave. Yeah, I think he that was the shift for him. Really, it is. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I said that big boss and the boss went on two different tangents because the boss killed the sorrow. Yeah. Her love. Her baby daddy. And she still stayed loyal to America. Yeah. While Snake is Snake, when he found out the truth. From Eva, from the recording, he left. So, let us know, guys. We're here for this. Uh, I think this will be a good series, and we yeah, look forward honestly, to your response. Uh, yeah, I, 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 just playing on what you're saying, I think it'll be great. Uh, just looking at the different areas, we just ask that you keep it canon. You know, uh, if if you want to really make a serious uh, Metal Gear game that... Uh, explores on these characters these awesome bosses these people it could even be johnny whatever um just keep it canon you know like if you know that um these people didn't meet in this timeline then that probably is not canon you know uh we do want to explore different avenues on it because i feel like with this with the cobra unit and everything obviously there's such a um fun unit and such a great like story that i feel like has so much deep meaning that we can get in into it as well um we not we might not get a full fledged metal gear solid 7 ever or in a while you know so maybe this this could be like some type of exploration you know we want to get into this into this new series that we're going into with uh, metal gear solid the spin-off series right where we just explore all these lures of what something we were talking about last week the metal gear lore right what could be part of the metal gear lore into 
what makes Metal Gear, right? So keeping it with the quirkiness and like those Easter eggs, of course, you know, but also having a deep and rich story where you can explore it and you could be like, oh man, this fits with this and this and even making fits like, you know, the end has some type of connection with someone in Metal Gear 4 or of something, you know? Of course he does. So, <laughs> and you know, it, and it's it doesn't go by you because... No, but he does have a connection. Ocelot is that connection. Right, yeah, right. So, you know, it's it's just like anything can, can work, right? Anything can work as long as it's canon and we know that it's within the Metal Gear world. Uh, and yeah, man, I, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. That's just a small tidbit of what is this game, uh, the boss's story, the Cobra unit, right? Add to it, guys. Add to it. Give us your ideas. Under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Who's that? All right. Under the cardboard box trivia. Here is when we talk about a few things at the end of the show. But first, we do our trivia, which is brought to you by... Metal Gear, and every single one of their games. So, the way this works is we ask a question to whoever, a specific line in any Metal Gear or Metal Gear Solid game, and we have to figure out who said it to who, from what game, and where. So, Arnaldo, are you ready? Wait, are you testing me today? I'm going to test you today, man. Oh my goodness, this is new. It's new, it's new. Okay. Uh, I guess I have to be ready. You have to be ready. So, here we go. What's the matter, Snake? You out of shape from all that dog mushing? <laughs> What's the matter, Snake? You're out of shape from all that dog mushing? Yes. I really don't remember where who said it to who. So I'm going to do what you do. Okay. And I'm going to do a shot in the dark. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm-hmm. And this is um, Miller talking to Snake during a codec conversation. Nope. Mm. You are wrong. Mm. But very close. Very close. It indeed was a codec conversation, just like you can hear us at youtube.com slash under the cardboard box to listen to our codec conversation. Good good insert. Good insert. Happening every Friday. That's good, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, It's actually Roy Campbell who says it to Snake after he finishes climbing the roof. And Naomi says, man, you must be exhausted. Your heart is elevated and you're breathing a shallow. Um, Wait, where? when does he say it to him? After he finishes climbing the roof, getting up to the roof part in Metal Gear Solid 1. Oh, is that like after uh, going up all those flights? All those flights. All those flights. And so you, if you call... And he's going to say something like that to him? It's messed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> How many flights do you have to go up? It, it's easier when you're not the one doing it, you know? You know what I mean? Like, wait, has all that mushing made you weak? Man, right. I would have like... I would have like... Hey, up. you know what? How about you do it? And you know what's crazy is that it, he antagonizes it because you're the one calling Roy, you know? Right. I, you know, I've never heard this line. I've never heard it. Yeah, yeah. I have to say. Um, so, yeah, you guys can test us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com if you want your trivia 
uh, to be heard. And whoever sees it first, either Arnaldo or I, on the email, then uh, we'll test that person. We'll quickly delete the message, write it down, whatever, and we'll, we'll do what we got to do. It's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all, pretty much, at this point. Uh, but let us know, honestly. You could also follow us at uh, UCB Podcast uh, to just be part of the community there. We, we post a lot of stuff there uh, that you guys can check out as well and just interact with us. You know, there's a lot of Metal Gear, obviously, uh, fans that are on our Twitter that you can talk to. Spark up a conversation. Why not? So, Arnaldo, how has your week been, man? It's been good, man. It's been good. Had a wedding to go to yesterday. Had a phenomenal steak. Let me just tell you, it was good. You said it was 16 ounces? 16 ounce steak. Nice, man. Now the, now, the person I was with, who also ordered the steak, they gave her a bigger steak. You're lying. I'm not. Like, we, wow. we opened our plates, and I was just like... Did you guys switch? Nope. Nope, nope. I just waited till she got up, and I just cut off a big old chunk and put it on my plate. Good. And I just, you know... I always take food for my wife. I'm sure. Like, I mean, I'm literally eating my stuff. If you ever I- see his wife, his wife is very, uh, not petite, but she's thin. She's very thin, yes. She doesn't eat that much. She eats a lot. She's just very thin. Sorry, Adelise. I tried. But Sorry. But now she knows you're stealing from her. Does she, does she know already? Of course, yeah. I, oh, okay. I do it right in front of her. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. She doesn't mind. No, no, she doesn't care, no. Okay, all right, fine. But yeah, the wedding was fun, man. The wedding was good. Uh, I enjoyed myself. Um, and uh, it's good. Yeah, she even, you know, my date even caught the bouquet, which was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, till they asked her, hey, so who are you with here? And guess who had to stand up? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was Wait, nice. so they announced this like on the, on, like, the, uh, the PA system? Yeah, everything. It was That's just like hilarious. right in front. All right, so give it up for, and who are you with? <laughs> that is hilarious. Right, 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 right. And it's like a bunch of, like, what do you do in that moment? Do you just get up and clap? I just, like, I, I mean, I, I got up, you know, I just. And it's kind of like a slow I clap. I up my suit, you know, and I just walked up to them, and they were like, oh, it's this guy over here. Because now, check this out. We were in a Nigerian wedding. Here it is. So, everybody was dark-skinned. And if you watch us on YouTube, which you can also subscribe there, I'm not that dark, you know? So it's like, her and I were the lightest people there. So they picked us out right away. You know? Good. And it was just it was just a lot of fun, man. We enjoyed ourselves, got full. Uh, we, you know, when, when I drove back to the house, uh, I parked in front of my apartment and I actually, we both took a nap. <laughs> we fell asleep nice because it was just a long day also weddings are never easy man uh i remember your wedding that was uh that was something but uh how about you man you've you've had a uh quite the week yeah i mean i feel like it just started but um <clears throat> yeah uh Alalise's siblings are here my uh brother and sister-in-law are here for almost a month they came from dr and they've been they're going to stay with us uh for yeah almost a month and they've been with us since uh Thursday um Thursday night i believe and so uh, yeah i feel like i feel like i'm a tourist because i have been doing all the things that new yorker definitely doesn't do like a normal new yorker like go visit the statue of liberty empire state building all these things we never do these things we never do this thing so if you don't live in new york just know that we no, absolutely new yorkers don't. do not go to the Empire State Building just to go there. I knew that I was with 
uh, tourists when they took out their phones to take pictures of the subway. I was just like, man, <laughs> this is like I hate this. We thing. complain <laughs> about the subway, right? And they're why just you like, guys are like, oh my goodness, the subway. Yeah, they're like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. The train and the graffiti on the wall, and I'm just like, yep, I hate this place. <laughs> We're paying two seventy five per fare. Yeah. 275 too much my brother 275 too much yes let me tell you um yeah no it's been fun man it's it's been pretty cool they're sleeping in our room we're sleeping in an air mattress in the living room um that must be nice yeah it's pretty cool i mean i don't mind you know um yeah man we're gonna do a bunch of stuff this week they're here with us uh for another week and then they drag me into this uh no we won't trust me thank you so um and yeah, no, we, we're just going to go do a bunch of stuff. They're here with us for another week until they go to PA to go visit some family and then they're, they're coming back. So we're going to do a bunch of stuff. We're going to a water park sa- Saturday. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to go to the movies tomorrow. We're going go to go to escape the room somewhere. So I'm buying a bunch of stuff, man. A bunch of stuff. Sounds like a lot of fun. It does. It is. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, man. And I just been at the studio here. Uh, Soundproof working, Studios. Soundproof Studios here in New York City. Um, one half of the walls got put up. I don't know if you saw it in the room, but... Nope. Um, the lights are always off in there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we put up we put up one half of the walls. We're almost done. And soon enough, we'll be ready and up and going. I feel like I've been saying this for, since the beginning of Under the Cardboard Box podcast. The studio <laughs> has been under construction. <laughs> It'll be a glorious day. It will be. I will, I will definitely celebrate. I think we'll do, you know what? We'll do a podcast in the recording room. How about that? Absolutely. We'll do Absolutely. a podcast in know. there and I'll maybe do a, a studio tour or something like during the podcast. I don't know. We'll do something cool when it comes out because it's, it, it is a cool day. You know, we've been recording here now longer than um, we haven't, you know, because we, before we, we were recording at um, my mother's house before. That and was then, nice. Yep. Yeah, that was. Uh, you can always check out episode one. Although I don't know why people still download. I them. don't know. I don't know why they keep doing that. Who knows? I mean, they have to try. Maybe they're one. laughing at us. Could be, man. Please Could explain be. to us why you're downloading episode one. Like, don't listen to it. We sound stop listening to horrendous. it. Horrendous, Steve. Stop listening to our episode. Period. I, we just don't like you. That's that's enough. Stephen Cruz, you need to stop. Using your phone. Actually. You need to stop thinking we're okay with you. Right. I hope you're good, man. I hope your kid's good, though, man. Yeah, man. No, for yeah, real. Yeah. So shout out to Caden. Shout out. Um. So yeah, man. I uh, just I can't wait till that's up. And yeah, just been playing a lot of uh, Metal Gear Online. I started playing a lot more lately. Uh, Metal Gear Online Three. Uh, been playing that a lot more lately. Follow us on Twitch. We're yeah, that's right. Too. Under the cardboard box, all one word. And so, you know, just playing that. They took down the servers, man, for uh, MGO2. So uh, there was a post today from Save MGO saying that the servers haven't been working. I guess something was off with the servers. What's going on, Gen Snake? What's happening? So they completely shut it off to, uh, I guess, to fix it because I guess there was lags happening and this. Um, I didn't get any lag the times I was playing. Neither did I. But last time I played was probably like three days ago, so mm. I wouldn't know. Let's hope that some good news comes and uh, maybe we can continue to play MGO2. Yeah, let us know if you're playing it as well. We'd definitely love to know. Well, Heidel, my man. I think it's time to go. It sure is. <sighs> We're UCBP, and we'd just like to say peace out, everyone. 
And that's our show. 